How much does an Ireland vacation cost? Let's change that a little bit, rearrange the question, and find the answer that's right for you in today's podcast. Hi, thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, we're talking about how much does an Ireland vacation cost? Big topic, right? But before we start that, I want to remind you about the My Ireland Vacation Planner and Journal. This journal and planner follows the exact steps I use to plan my own Ireland travels and tours. It has four sections, planning, itinerary, travel tips, and journal, and it leads you through each step of creating the Ireland trip that you've been dreaming about. You're going to find easy to use worksheets, loads of advice, and fun journaling prompts to help you remember your Ireland vacation. To get the journal, visit irelandfamilyvacations.com backslash Ireland planner and use code podcast10 for a 10% savings. Now, let's jump into how much an Ireland vacation costs. And actually, we're not quite using that terminology. We're going to talk about budgeting, the dreaded B word. Now, Ireland has a reputation for being an expensive destination, and it definitely can be. If you travel in the high season, if you expect five-star luxury, it's going to cost you. (laughs) But it is possible to travel in Ireland for less. And if you plan carefully, you can create a trip that fits within your Ireland budget. Now, Ireland vacation costs, there's not a one size fits all, right? Everything from airfare to accommodation choices and down to the things you see and do and eat all play into your Ireland trip cost. So let's turn that question around. And instead of asking how much does an Ireland vacation cost, Let's say, how much can I spend on my Ireland vacation? And then break it down to see if you can plan your dream vacation to Ireland with the amount that you have to spend. So what you're going to do is you're going to lay out a very simple Ireland vacation budget. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to take all the fun out of planning your Ireland vacation but it's necessary to be realistic about how much money you can afford to spend. Now, first, we're going to talk about the kind of the trilogy of of Ireland vacation expenses. These are the, the expenses that everybody's going to have no matter what. You have airfare, transportation costs, and accommodation costs. Now, I will be going through all of these in future episodes. We're going to talk about um how to book your flight to Ireland in episode 131. We'll talk about accommodations in episode 133. And we're going to talk about transportation in 134 and 135. So we'll be talking about those coming up. But these are like the three that you have to, you know, these are the the first three expenses you're going to encounter. And to be honest, they are probably the largest expenses you're going to have. Now that your big three expenses 
are kind of overseen. Let's jump into other costs you're going to have. The first thing to remember is that Ireland uses the euro. Uh, as we speak, the euro and the dollar, pretty much even. But in the past, you know, uh, the euro is a little bit stronger than the US dollar. So if an item costs a dollar in the US and a euro in Ireland, the Irish item would cost you a little bit more. Anyway, depending on the currency exchange rates of the day. Now, if you plan to venture into the six counties of Northern Ireland, you'll be paying with the Great British Pound, which also fluctuates, but usually is uh, stronger than the dollar, up to about 50%. Now, we're going to also talk about how and when to get euros and spending money in another episode, and that will be 138. Now, one of the places that it's easiest to see the price differences between Ireland and the US is in meal costs, especially if you translate the bill into US dollars. A really, you know, perfectly nice, but completely average uh, pub meal can easily cost upwards of 100, 100 US dollars for four people. So if you would dine out nightly, that's going to add up really quickly. So how do you save money on food? Number one, choose accommodations that provide breakfast. The full Irish breakfast is super filling, very hearty, and can last you through mid-afternoon. But you'll find other options as well because I'm here to tell you, eating that every day, that is a challenge. <laughs> um, number two, purchase uh, breads, cheeses, fruits and things like that and have an afternoon snack instead of a full meal. You can also eat your evening meal unfashionably early. Early bird specials usually end around 7 p.m., but can save you up to 25% of your meal costs. Take advantage of local deals. Groupon and Living Social are both in Ireland, and you're going to find lots of tasty tips all over the country, lots of deals. So uh, check all the locations that you will be visiting and see if there's anything going. Plan a few picnics. You're going to find lots of grocery stores as you travel and grocery shopping in Ireland is so much fun. So, you know, go in, grab some things you need to, you know, whip a, up a, a charcuterie board or, you know, just pack a little picnic. And finally, if you have a self-catering cottage, plan breakfast and dinner in and pack lunches or snacks to take with you, which leaves more room in your budget for pub evenings or a few nice meals. When we're talking about budgeting your attractions, uh, knowing where you want to go and the sites you want to see comes in really handy when you plan your budget. And as you're doing that, you're going to want to look for discount cards, free events and attractions. A few things that you might want to keep in mind, uh, if you're planning two days, two and a half days or more in Dublin, the Dublin Pass offers entry into some of the most popular attractions in the city. And um, you can definitely get uh, savings on tours and a free hop on hop off bus for a day. Uh, lots of fun things like that. If you want more information on the Dublin Pass, visit IrelandFamilyVacations.com backslash Dublin Pass and you can learn 
all my tips for making the most of that savings pass. Um, secondly, the OPW Heritage Pass is a great money saver. It includes every site that is overseen by the um, Office of Public Works or the OPW in Ireland. These are all historic sites. So you're thinking of things like the Rock of Cashel, uh, Care Castle, um, Dublin Castle, lots of places like that, Newgrange, Kilmainham Jail. Uh, these are all places that are covered by the OPW Heritage Pass. It has a single fee. And if you visit, I want to say it's like six sites, six or seven sites, it pays for itself. So definitely worth considering. The Cliffs of Moore are not included in the OPW program, but they do offer a discount if you book online at least a day in advance. Bunratty Castle and Folk Park also has sporadic deals, so it's good to check their website as well. And then for independently owned and managed locations, check the websites. See if they have any pre-booking deals, if they have any uh, deals for you to visit outside of the busiest time of day. And then finally, if you're planning to stay in a single location for a few days, find the village or county website and check for festivals or small local attractions. This is a really great way to kind of get that flavor of Ireland, feel a little bit like a local, and uh, spend more time with the people of Ireland instead of other tourists. Budgeting souvenirs because everybody wants to bring something back, right? You have, you have a gift list as long as your arm. But think about what will really be enjoyed and you know, what, what might just get you know, played with for a little while and then tossed aside. You want to make purchases that are going to be enjoyed longer than a few weeks, unless it's food. Food is never a bad souvenir. Uh, chocolates, whiskey, things like that, always welcome. A few of my favorite souvenirs are a really great Aran sweater or um, gloves, scarves, anything woolen. Great gift. Uh, Irish mead. So it's not whiskey. It's a little sweeter, uh, but really a terrific, terrific souvenir to bring home. Uh, Hand-blown uh, glass faces, things like that. You're going to find hand-blown glass across Ireland. It makes a terrific souvenir. Um, when my girls were little, their favorite souvenirs were, believe it or not, the euros. So the little, the euro coins are like this big. They're super tiny. And especially if they're new, they're sparkly and clean. And my girls absolutely loved them. They called them fairy coins. We bought little pewter boxes with fairies on top to put them in. And gosh, for years and years and years, those were my girls' favorite things. Um, chocolates, like I said, really, really popular gift you're going to find. Butler's Chocolates, very easily accessible, Chocolate Garden of Ireland, um, and then there are small chocolate shops all across Ireland that you can pick up treats at. They may not make it to the airport, but you're in luck because you can buy chocolates in duty-free before you get on the plane. Um, if you happen to visit Galway, I think that is the best place to buy a Clatter ring. That is where the village of Clatter is, and uh, kind of Galway City kind of overtook it. But I think that if you're buying a clatter ring and you want to buy one um, that is memorable and kind of has that tie, uh, it's a great, great to buy it in Galway. It's going to cost you to get an authentic one. Um, but I think that's a great, a great gift to get there. And in my opinion, 
the best souvenirs you're going to have are going to be your photos. So, you know, make sure your phone takes really good photos if that is your main camera. If you want to um, upgrade and get a really good camera, I think that a trip to Ireland is the perfect time to do that. Perfect excuse. Now, there are budgeting pages in my planner, but if you would like to get budgeting pages, um, just really simple ones, uh, just visit the show notes and go to the website and you will be able to download my very simple budgeting pages to help you start planning your Ireland vacation. I know that creating a budget for a vacation kind of takes, I don't know, maybe the joy out of what you're imagining, but I promise you that taking this step is going to help you enjoy your vacation so much more because you're not going to be worrying about the bills that follow it. So if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, go ahead and leave me a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. If your app doesn't let you leave a review, I would love it if you would visit the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page and leave a review there. Or just take a screenshot of the podcast and tag me on Instagram at Ireland Family Vacations with a few kind words. If you have questions or comments on this, please just email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com, and I will reply. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, Slán Gafol. <laughs>